So 2 to 4% of our pre-tax profits is allocated back to our community. So as we're more successful and our members are more successful, then that equation really starts to create synergy and benefit across communities and people. Welcome to the Sask Entrepreneurs Podcast. Each week, we bring you an interview featuring an entrepreneur or business leader in the Saskatchewan province. We dive into their journey, lessons learned, and views on the outlook of the Saskatchewan business market. This episode is brought to you by 2Web. Growing your business online is overwhelming. At 2Web, we make it simple. Our agency has helped over 700 businesses and nonprofit organizations grow through digital marketing. Learn more and reach out to us at 2Web.ca. Welcome to today's episode of Sask Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have a very exciting guest, Dan Johnson, who is the Chief Executive Officer of Innovation Credit Union and has over 20 years of experience leading organizations by providing people-focused transformational solutions for multiple corporations. He is known as a motivational, influential leader and collaborator who guides high-performance teams in achieving performance objectives. Dan, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much, Maneeb. I'm very happy to be here. Pleasure to have you here today, and thank you for taking the time. would love to hear more about your background and how you ended up being the CEO of Innovation Credit Union. Sure. I've been in the credit union system or financial services industry for over about 28 years now. Started in the credit union system in Watra, Saskatchewan. Worked there for about three years, then moved to Regina for a decade. Worked for SAS Central and Concentra Bank, but also spent some time out in Alberta. And our family moved out to Alberta for about four years. And, and then we moved back to this wonderful province about 10 years ago, and we reside in Swift Current, which is very nice because this is where both Lorena and I grew up. So lots of friends and family in the area. Wow. So I'm actually glad that you came back from Alberta because I remember when I was graduating from university a while back, a lot of my friends, they moved from Saskatchewan to Alberta, to Ontario, and they've never come back. So I was the one that kind of stuck around here and tried to establish myself through uh, my business. It was very tough, you know, staying in Saskatchewan at the time. Today, we, we see a lot of opportunity and growth among businesses. So, so good that you were back. And can you tell us a little bit about Innovation Credit Union and how does it serve businesses? Sure. But before that, I just say I'm glad to be back. But the plan always was to return to Saskatchewan. It, when I look at my career path and our planning around career and family, we did, you know, we knew we had to take certain opportunities to develop the career path. And so it worked out quite well, usually kind of a three to four year stint, and then ultimately came back to Saskatchewan to Innovation Credit Union, which is the subject. So Innovation Credit Union is a provincially based credit union that really subscribes to our overall purpose of responsible banking. And within that responsible banking, which is a trademark uh, framework for us, uh, we, we have a lot of value to offer credit union members across the province. We're also uh, an organization that's seeking to become a federally regulated credit union. So we'll have the flexibility to do to business across Canada, but remain headquartered right here in Saskatchewan. So Dan, you know, thanks for sharing that. And uh, what is it that you love about doing business in Saskatchewan? When I think about that question, I, you know, I think about our organization and what I really enjoy about doing business here in Saskatchewan is very similar to how we approach things. You know, a real strong focus on business, but at the same time, you know, having some fun along the way, a strong value set built on relationships and then taking that success and making sure that you're empowering people and 
and also giving back to the community. I see a lot of that in Saskatchewan, more so than other places that I've worked. So I think those are the key components that I think about, uh, which is nice because it lines up well with how we approach business as well. When it comes to servicing businesses, you know, we've seen quite a few challenges that businesses are facing during the pandemic. How has uh, Innovation Credit Union transitioned during the pandemic so that they can help businesses better? You know, when I look at the effort that we started a number of years ago around modernizing our business model and really shaping the future around digitalization and investing in the right technology and the technology to help those who want to deal with us electronically or in a digital way, but also technology that ensures that we focus on all banking channels. So if you still want to come into our advice centers, the technology will enable that and help that service value as well. But of course, we were building that to respond to all of the disruptors in our industry, not in anticipation of a pandemic. But what we found is that when, you know, when the pandemic hit, we were well positioned to be able to respond and adapt. Just, you know, simple things that, that we noted is, you know, within two days, we had 70% of our workforce, you know, working from home and they had the technology to do that. So we didn't have to go through a, a change curve or a process to move our staff group to the technology to enable that. And I think that really helped our service with our members because, you know, everyone kind of had to adjust real quickly. And so we allowed, allowed us to keep our service at a really strong level. In fact, early on, our um, call wait times, because that was one of the channels that was elevated and used more for, uh, by our members, it moved uh, like to less than 30 seconds. You know, those are some, you know, some data or data points that we noted when we had to transition. And then, as you know, most organizations had to start to now adapt to, you know, these new protocols to be able to continue to do business. So when it comes to changes, I mean, obviously you had to deal with remote workforce and you also had to keep the service going. And it can be, you know, obviously very challenging for businesses as well to deal with that. So how has Innovation Credit Union evolved over the past year and a half or so when it comes to offering a level of service? I know that there's a, a shift in digital transformation that has been happening. And has the Innovation Credit Union done something to in this direction to actually help service their clients better? You know, I think, you know, starting at that remote workforce or that flexibility, before the pandemic, we had 50-some percent of our staff that already had some sort of a flexible arrangement. We had a fair bit that weren't necessarily always having to come into a location. So we already had a, a cadence and a service delivery model that uh, leveraged that more flexible work environment or a remote work environment. And I think when you have that going into something like a pandemic, it allowed us to be able to still work with our members and actually help them find new ways to do things. So whether it's, you know, getting a signature digitally or finding ways for them to still do business from a more traditional methodology, we worked with them because we already had that cadence within our organization to understand how you can go about business, knowing that some of the banking channels, whether it's in person or digital or over the phone, have different strains now. So at one point in time, most of our locations were actually closed. That was a real interesting time. And so we quickly found ways to help our members continue to do things like deposit or, you know, or you know, look for lending activity or other transactional services. And, and I think going into it because we had a good approach to, you know, to banking differently, regardless of the pandemic, it really helped us work with our members. You know, I, I struggle with this, but I got to ask you, how is the Innovation Credit Union better than the others? 
We have a lot of amazing competitors like the banks and FCC, and now we have new competitors like fintechs and big techs. In a lot of ways, we you know have a lot of things that were very similar, but where we think that we have an edge is is really around our responsible banking framework. And so we found a way to to take some more traditional concepts around profit allocation and turn it into what we call member rewards. So you you can now find ways to save if you deal with innovation. So for example, we launched a free account. So rather than charging our members $9 a month, it's all free, unlimited e-transfers. Those sort of things, I think, stand out. They're kind of disruptors in this market where our competitors may be charging for that. And then we move beyond that to say, you know, if you do more business with us, we'll also provide cash rewards back according to the level of business. So that's that earn component. We're saving daily. You're earning at least quarterly with our member rewards. And this is where I think, you know, credit unions do quite well, is that when the credit union is successful, that allows us to do things like contribute back to the community or invest into our people. So that's the whole give pillar of our value chain. You know, and we've actually hard-coded that right into our organization. So 2 to 4% of our pre-tax profits is allocated back to our community. So as we're more successful and our members are more successful, then that equation really starts to create synergy and benefit across communities and people. Where do you see are some of the biggest opportunities for Innovation Credit Union in the near future? We talked about digitalization. I think there's huge opportunity there. We started this process a number of years ago. We started looking at the different trends and the disruption that's happening in, in our industry. And we started to build out a digital roadmap and really look to modernize our business model so that we can leverage technology for those who just want to deal with us on their phone, but also those who want to deal with us in more conventional or traditional ways. So the technology play isn't just about banking on your phone. It's going to help all of our channels. And so that effort early on really helped us create a path for us to navigate through things like a pandemic and also navigate through the disruptors that are increasingly more apparent. You know, that whole competition piece, the, you know, the technology that's impacting a lot of industries and the rapid change in consumer behavior. So we've, we've created a real strong purpose around that. And we've been embracing those disruptors so that it allows us to transform as an organization as we move forward. So we have a solid core business, but we also have an approach to looking at business beyond you know, our current core environment. And we believe that is uh, one of the reasons why having the flexibility to bring on new members even beyond our provincial walls, but stay headquartered here in Saskatchewan is a, is a big part of our success. So is, are there plans to grow, though? Are you looking to grow in other cities? or We plan to. It's going to be primarily a digital play, self-serve type of a play. I mean, as you know, there's a number of consumers out there that are um, looking for financial services, and they don't really need to have a location. We have the location part of the recipe confirmed. Like We have over 20 locations, and, and we plan to keep those locations going forward because those are just serving a, you know, a portion of our membership that still want to come into the locations. But beyond that, we're also seeing that there's a lot of Canadians or Saskatchewan citizens out there that really like our value proposition. They like that save, earn, and give value proposition, that responsible banking platform. We agree. Like, Why would we build a real strong purpose and then just kind of keep it regional? When we do that, it allows us to, again, back to what I was saying earlier, it allows us to grow as a credit union. And when you grow, you have more ability to offer 
career enhancement. You create more jobs. You have the ability to invest in the future and, and provide those products and services that aren't even invented yet. And again, as the consumer gets more and more demanding, so do organizations have to respond to those expectations. I'm actually interested to know a little bit more about the digital play side of things, because a lot of uh, industries have transitioned more digital, and especially with credit unions, this is, a, this is a extremely crucial at this uh, stage. But with Innovation Credit Union, what are maybe some of the steps that you've taken to be more active using digital? And also, how are you actually measuring engagement there? Because obviously, when you have someone come to the bank, you know, there's a bit of a conversation that happens. You're able to, you know, uh, speak with people and, and interact with them. But digitally, how do you do that? So our roadmap is fully integrated. And the backbone of our integrated technology is the CRM, so the Relationship Management System. And that was an important consideration for us because there's lots of technology out there in financial services. The problem is that a lot of them don't talk to each other. And they're separate, disparate systems doing great things, whether it's you know loan origination or account opening, payments. But the technology stack that we have deployed, and it's through it's a Microsoft-based stack, is the core is the CRM. So that was foundational to us as a credit union because we felt that if our number one core backbone of technology is a, is a relationship management system. And remember, our, our CRMs are built for the customer, for the member. Then that should put us in a really good spot. So as we build out the other 30 modules on that core system that are fully integrated, then it really does things, which is built right into our purpose, simplify the lives of our members. And that's whether you want to deal with us on your phone or come in to our location. Our members are looking for us to simplify, eliminate friction, make things happen faster so they can have more enriched conversations or do other things. And so that technology is foundational that it was core around the CRM. And so we've started with that. That was our number one set of technology. And then over the next three years, we'll be continually building on that. So that happened in November. And then in February here, we will now be launching and replacing our online and mobile banking solution and website. And again, it's all driven from the CRM. We see that as the key differentiator compared to others who are, again, focused on digital, but it's really that best in integration that we're focused on. Customer-centric integration. So really focusing on the customer first. And I think that's what, what I get from your, your answer is that, you know, if you focus on the CRM, you know what your customer is going through, you know their pain points, and you're able to create solutions around that. Right. And if I look at how our CRM is built, it's around um, serve, solve, and then sell. So if you're coming into our locations and you just want to get served and you just want to like do that transaction head out, we're fine with that. If you have something you want solved, you only want to tell that story once. So our, our system will provide that. And then maybe if there's more time then and you're looking for, maybe you're looking for a new car or something new, we want to be a part of that conversation too. And again, our technology will provide the opportunity. I was having another conversation similar to this, and we're talking about digital. And the interviewer, which is similar to you, asked great questions. And he said, okay, Dan, how is your technology going to help my mom? He, he, this individual is from Ontario, and she had just left the credit union she dealt with for many years in Ontario. So what was happening is every time she went in, she was always asked the same question. And she'd already said, no, I don't want that service. I don't want that product. Every time she went in, it was the same sort of thing. And I said, well, in our system and in our environment, we will know through our technology, our CRM, that we've already had that conversation. 
So let's not bring that up again. Also, we have AI-driven components to our CRM that actually look at you as an individual, not your age category or not your demographic. It actually looks at you as an individual and provides tailored advice and guidance and tailored products and services. And to us, that's a game changer because we believe that consumers, no matter what age, are very have high expectations as they should, but they want tailored advice and guidance. And our technology will help and enable our team members to be able to do that for our members, no matter what channel you choose. I love that. I mean, I think this is a, you know, you've hit the nail on the head on utilizing the technology and giving a scenario that it would allow you to excel at and which is ultimately customer service and offering the best level of service to your customers. Love the model for serve, solve, and what was that? Sell. Sell. That's right. And, you know, I find that it's very challenging for businesses or, you know, organizations to scale their personalized customer service. But by using technology in the right way, by using digital in the right way, you can actually do that very effectively and at scale. One more consideration. So remember how that story went with that interviewer's mom. Let's say that she's at home and she's using online banking. That same experience is going to happen no matter what channel you choose. Because remember, everything, our online, our mobile, our in-person, whatever channel you decide to bank with is all driven from the same version of the truth, from the same CRM. So I'm not going to get confused as a consumer because I'm on my phone. I'm going, okay, that looks really neat. Then I go in and, and then someone else confuses me with another potential solution. It's all harmonized through the banking channels. And so that's where we believe the what we call more traditional type banking, like in-person is enabled by the technology that we're um, investing in. Definitely, you know, the surf piece makes sense and solving the problem. But what about selling? I mean, how are you planning to use digital to grow your market? Or is there a plan for that at this stage? Well, we want to grow our market here in Saskatchewan, right? We have 58,000 members. We have just over two products per member. So we feel that there's lots of opportunity. We're a full service credit union. So we have everything from consumer to commercial, agriculture, wealth, insurance. So we believe there's more opportunity for our current membership to do more with it. And again, we're not here to sell things to our members that they don't need. It's about a tailored experience. It's about tailored to them. What we feel that if they are looking for a car loan, we want to have the opportunity to bid on that. We want to be a part of that solution. And we also think that they should be looking at other competitors to test us out. The member is the number one component here. So from a sale perspective, we want to grow organically. We want to grow in the province of Saskatchewan. But we also know that there's a number of amazing credit unions in Saskatchewan. We have a really strong market share. And we're not here to compete for other credit union members. We want to take members or clients from other competitors, the big techs or the bank. That's our primary goal. It's not to move members from credit union to credit union. But in Saskatchewan, we're fairly saturated. There's lots of opportunity, but we have a good portion of the market share. We see other parts of the country that has credit unions have less market share. So we see a real strong opportunity. The reality is, is that 97% of Canadians live outside of the province. And again, we're not like here to take over Canada. We just need a sliver of a sliver of business to be able to continue to allow our organization to grow effectively. But our technology allows us to be fully scalable, but also very capable for self-serve. So, you know, as we grow as an organization and we want to double our membership over five years, as an example, that has to come from both Saskatchewan, but also when we be, have the flexibility of a federal credit union, 
maybe outside of the province. And then again, that allows us to do some great things, generate more return, generate more of a profit, give back more to our communities. Because remember, two to 4% of our pre-tax profit goes back to our communities, create more jobs in the province. So that's the end game is that we have more flexibility to grow, not necessarily in one part or the other. And again, just one last thing around that is that we want to make sure that we're still working with our existing members. They're the ones who've made us successful. So this isn't, you know, a play to be able to, well, thanks for that. We'll just go and focus on someone else now. That certainly isn't the case. So on more of a personal note, Dan, if you could go back 10 years, what advice would you give your younger self? I think the advice that I would provide is um, myself is maybe plant a few more seeds back then. Like I think everyone was kind of looking at what was, and I'm, I'm picking on financial services because that's the industry I'm in. But I think back then everyone kind of knew that disruption was coming. Competition was going to heat up. Consumer behaviors were starting to change. And so I think back then planting more seeds or maybe getting to work a bit sooner on some of this business model transformation that we want to do probably would have helped because right now we believe it's kind of been like this and now we're in this hockey stick environment. We believe the rapid pace of change, the true disruption is very apparent. And it'd be great if we had a little bit more time early on, then it wouldn't be as, as stressful. So I think that would be probably one thing that stands out for, for myself. Makes sense. So based on your experience and the challenges that you've overcome, if there was one big takeaway that you could give to our listeners, what would that be? I, th I think there's two components to kind of identifying the future. I think the takeaway is, is as much as you can make decisions around the data that's available, both current and maybe some future forward type information and data and research, but also there's that gut feel as well. I follow a, a guy named Peter Sheehan. He's a big influencer in financial services and other industries. But one of the things that his company did is he did a bunch of research and they looked at all of the companies that were either out of business or really disrupted by something. And in every case, what they found was the leadership, the board knew about the disruption. They just didn't act on it. And so where I think my suggestion, my advice would be is to get as formed as you can, pay attention to that football feeling or whatever you have as, as far as, you know, in that internal insight, I think make some moves around that information versus kind of wait and see. I think for us, as an example, you know, we might be wrong. We might be over-digitalizing, but the downside of over-digitalizing is pretty small. The only thing that you would find is that you've you know, eliminated more friction or simplified things for our members and made it easier for them to, to do things and consume and, and save. So I think that would be some key components is to take action on, on those decisions. That's right. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, And uh, I guess, uh, you know, opportunity comes to those who are prepared. So sometimes it's hard to foresee the future, but it's always good to see some of these trends. And nobody would have, uh, you know, obviously guessed that COVID would have such a drastic impact on so many different industries at such a fast pace. It's tough to foresee the future, but it's always good to be prepared. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, Dan, thank you so much for taking the time today. Where can people find out more about yourself and learn more about uh, Innovation Credit Union? Well, I think a big part is just uh, our social media platforms, um, our website, innovationcu.ca. For myself, probably from a business perspective, LinkedIn. My number is 7410708 if you want to reach out directly. And I have some random stuff on Twitter and 
Instagram and TikTok if you want to <laughs> see some more uh, personal sides of Dan. But from a business perspective, that's where I would uh, focus is LinkedIn and, and our uh, website. Sounds good. We'll definitely include links to your profile as well as your, uh, your LinkedIn page. And yeah, I mean, you know, best of luck in the near future here and uh, keep in touch. Well, I really appreciate it. Always enjoy talking about Saskatchewan, talking about Innovation Credit Union. Also, as you mentioned before the call, but that whole digital piece, that's a big passion of mine. And, and I think that's fortunate because I can't think of an industry that just isn't being impacted right now by some sort of technology and rapid change in consumer behavior. So it's exciting times, great time to be in business. And I really appreciate the time. Thank you so much. And it is a great time to be in business. So, <laughs> all right, Dan, thank you so much. Take care. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. And we hope you found this episode useful. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star review. You can see more information and all of the resources mentioned in today's episode at saskentrepreneurs.com. That's S-A-S-K, entrepreneurs.com. This episode is brought to you by TwoWeb. Growing your business online is overwhelming. At TwoWeb, we make it simple. Our agency has helped over 700 businesses and nonprofit organizations grow through digital marketing. Learn more and reach out to us at TwoWeb.ca.